mean, my wife has had my balls in her purse for like the last 10 years. So into well, I've, no got, I've got a kid, Colton. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you probably have my little boy. Somewhere. Well, as long as you're using those uh, those prophylactics, so off to your right. I are brought those, them. Are those on the camera? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah I you, brought those. Talk, talk to me about your prophylactics. Oh, oh. these are uh, special offerings. I get them from Sweden. Um, they <laughs> not, are very expensive. Not from uh, the Asian continent, then. No. Interesting. I no. figured that's where they would probably be. Uh, more prominent. No, that's where they're sold, but the Swedes just, they have, <laughs> they make they have a tire they make knit. Them there. <laughs> Tats gone to a procast. To a procast. Uh, where uh, we discuss... Uh, we, we discuss everything related to the Second Amendment and uh, everything as it applies to our Constitution in this great country that we live in. And we are going to have a conversation today about um, about some stuff and some things, mostly relative. What I, what I really wanted to talk about today is um, bringing uh, more of a unified front for the Second Amendment and having us all kind of get together, uh, you know, while we all have our opinions on what gear to buy and how to train, I think that we are all on the same page that the Second Amendment is probably the one piece of our Constitution that provides the foundation in which everything else is protected and stands, right? So very simply put, Familia. united we stand, divided we fall. And if we, are, uh, if we are fractured within our own ranks, uh, it is going to be very difficult to accomplish the mission of getting us, um, you know, getting us to the place that we are able to effectively not only protect the second amendment, but protect the constitution and protect our families down the road. Absolutely. Um, I, I can, I can assure you of this. Uh, I, I am, I am thoroughly convinced. I am not what you would call a conspiracy theorist. I do. Uh, I do listen to conspiracy theory to see, is there any merit to the things that they're saying? And um, I will, I will say this. So to take this for what you will, you may agree with me. You may not agree with me, but it is, it is of my opinion that we are uh, currently in that we may not be in a in a war that involves rifles right now, but we are in a a war with our uh, our government and our politicians. A war of ideals. A war of ideals. Yeah. And I, what they're doing is they're pitting us against each other. They they I think that they completely understand that if we are fighting amongst each other, then we will uh, we will not see the main problem, which is those who are attempting to uh, subjugate. Absolutely. Uh, us and our rights and, and, and dismantle the Constitution one thing at a time. So I'll say that, man, I don't want to get too like weird down that rabbit hole. But, you know, I, I I'm, I'm happy you said that because uh, I just read it. This little quote, it's it's pretty good. It says when the government um, when the government is questioning something, it's called an investigation. But when the citizenry is questioning it, it's called a conspiracy theory. You know what? That is, I thank you for saying that. I don't know if I will ever call it a conspiracy theory again. That you know that that changed my mind. It really <laughs> it's an did. Investigation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking speaking of conspiracy theories and, and aliens, have you all been watching the news? I'll tell you something really funny about the yeah. whole alien thing, right? And and we, you and I were discussing. Giorgio this. is right, dude. Yeah, Giorgio is right. Wait, let me bring it back real quick before I even get into that. Let me right. before I even get into that, I, I I want to announce that we are going to. Uh, I'm going to start a uh, a Facebook bro group. A Facebook group, a Facebook family, if you will, uh, family, right? Uh, an, an online 
militia. And and the thing is, is I want this to be very welcoming. If anybody's listening that wants to interact more with us and with each other, uh, we all have the same ideals. We all are on the same page. This isn't a group of like, like what gear is better than the other gear. And you could talk about gear and there, yeah. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to establish and find those out there that we're trying to talk to right now to get them all in the same place. Cause the only time I'm able to talk to anybody that um, is on the same side as us without the people, you know, with the outside of the, the small circle that I'm in physically is to have unilateral conversations with people by, you know, commenting on the things that they're commenting on on YouTube or sending out, you know, some Instagram reel, right. you know, telling people how I feel about something. What I would like is to have more of a conversation. I think having a Facebook group and a Facebook community and kind of a Facebook family or militia, God forbid I say that word, right, will allow us to kind of come together, share ideals, share training, share gear, share um, just our opinions on certain things, keep us in the know on policy, keep, keep us in the know on things that are happening. And I really want to be able to engage the audience and I want the audience to be able to engage one another. I think that's incredibly important. And you can find a link down to the Facebook group, uh, down in the description if you're watching on YouTube and uh, maybe we'll even post it up on the screen, you know, a, a searchable. Yeah, I can slap it's, that up it's, there. Yeah, it's going to end up being 2A Pro. Uh, something it'll probably be facebook group uh, facebook.com slash 2a pro if i can if i can land that and um yeah and and we'll do that and then one thing to incentivize you uh guys in there just and, and gals that, that end up in this group what i what i want to do is um i'm gonna do it you know i talked about it but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna anytime we do any sort of release or uh new product release or insane discount or giveaway or anything like that i'm gonna give it to the group first before anybody else on the nice. internet gets it they will get it first nice and we can all uh we can all benefit from that yeah. right so um i was considering you know the the first few dozen people that end up you know coming into that group and i may extend it further than that i'm gonna do everything i can to give you uh to, to kind of incentivize us to create a community i want to start giving something away right and maybe like a tourniquet or just a sticker pack or maybe Some a really good discount there, yeah. but just you know the the first few hundred of us to really get in there. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to heavily incentive you, incentivize you guys, I promise. Yeah. And, uh, just being a part of that community, hopefully will be incentive enough. I, yeah. I, I truly hope so. So, and, and we could talk about, you know, you guys give us feedback on what you want to hear, what you want to know about, uh, on these podcasts. It'll give us the opportunity to meet some of you guys, at least online and maybe have you out for a podcast or a remote podcast. One of these right, days, I maybe. don't know. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Who, we'll, who we'll, knows? Sky's the limit. So we'll even, you know, we'll, We'll extend it further and all I'm willing to put up more like private training stuff. If you guys are looking for that sort of thing, like if you have training questions or you're looking for stuff like that, whether it's physical fitness or whether it's gun training, I'll do my best to stay on top of that and try and it, it won't be production quality stuff like, like you'll see on the Instagram, but I'll do my best to, you know, pump some stuff out. The there cool thing you. about that is if somebody says kind of like the video you just did on the, on the tack reloads, if somebody's like, Hey, how do you do a tack reload? You can literally just film it with your phone and then post it in the group and yeah. say that, you know, yeah. I mean, this is how I do it. So yeah. it'll be immediate, um, immediate training expertise at their fingertips, if you will. Right? Yeah. And, so, I'm, and I'm generally always you know, next to a weapon, allegedly. Right. Alleg <laughs> allegedly. 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 Right on. Yeah. So um, let's kind of get into the, uh, to the, uh, the meat, the meat of the, of the podcast. Um, and I think I, 
I, where I left off was, well, where I left off was if you want to know where to find the Facebook group, go down, <laughs> go down in the description and get that. Cause I, it's important to me. I really want to get us involved in that. Yeah. Okay. Familia but where we, is where, everything. Where, mijo. We, <laughs> mijo, where I left off on was uh conspiracy theory. If you guys haven't seen the alien thing, that was fucking fantastic. Right. right? Uh, we'll start there. That's not why this podcast exists, but I just have to. Gotta, if you haven't dabble in it. If you haven't seen the congressional hearing on aliens, it is the greatest thing that I've seen in a long time. And I completely cut the news off for a couple of months because I was so pissed off when that mm-hmm. whole thing with, uh, well, Hunter Hunter Biden striked a plea deal and now he's not going to be convicted of anything else. And I was like, I you would know like what? to strike a plea deal, please. Yeah, I know. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to be, I'm not going to allow the news to piss me off anymore. Right. And so I'm just not going to watch it. So I did that. And then, you know, what's funny is like the day I turned the news on, the day I turned the, the news congressional on, hearings it was on. not only the congressional hearing, but it was like the judge in the Biden case says that this is completely unprecedented and they are, they have dismantled the entire plea agreement <laughs> and they're going to investigate further because there was foreign bribery, like mm-hmm. essentially bribery in, in the highest level of our state. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy yeah. where we're at right now with all this. Okay. So that aside, uh, Aliens. Aliens. Holy shit. Aliens. I've I've been like I think we've been all saying this for a long time. If yeah. anybody thinks like me, we're like, yeah, yeah, there's fucking aliens. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> they they memed the shit out of that guy on the history channel. Yeah. Making fun of him and his hair. And that, that guy is legit. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. right. And so what's funny is like when you normally watch congressional hearings and people are being interviewed and uh, and questions are being asked and they're, you know, you'll back their time, all that stuff is going on and it's very formal. What you'll find is I can neither confirm nor, nor deny. They are, uh, in every sense of the term, uh, e- equivocating and and doing the politics thing and, and mincing their words and um, not giving you straight answers and, well... It could be this, and they're just being very mm-hmm. either political. political or diplomatic about things, and depending on which way you slice it. But uh, uh, old boy being interviewed, and, and and you know who I'm talking about, was being asked questions like, "So there is this is for sure not human," and he's like, and I expected him to be like, you "I know, can neither confirm well, nor deny." I can not confirm. Well, what we think is, but we're not really sure. Is they would say, so there there weren't human biological remains in this. There were something other than human biological remains in this. And I for sure expected some completely off color. I mean, he leaned in and just went, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Oh, uh, oh my. <laughs> oh my. And, uh, and this was uh, technology that nobody would be capable of having given the current level of material science. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there were questions where I was like, oh, he for sure can't answer that. And he would never answer that because that's got to be highly classified Mm -hmm. information that probably he doesn't have answers to. And he was like, yeah, I have talked to current uh, employees in this organization, government employees in this organization, as well as former. And yeah, I can give you the details in a skiff, but I can't tell you here. Right. And if you guys don't know what a skiff is, it's just, you know, place to share High, highly classified information. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the the whole thing was great. If you haven't checked out the congressional hearing yet, I think that was a uh, just a huge win for those of us that knew there were fucking UFOs and the government was trying to cover it up the entire time. Absolutely, ah, it's wonderful. Anyway. And it, and if you're still on the fence about it, don't be. Don't. Be. <laughs> yeah. That's that's that. Yeah. Now that we've gone down that rabbit hole, let's Perfect. come back out to uh, what what we came here for. What we came here for, which is let's not. Um, 
we really want to be united in the Second Amendment community. And now this will seem a little weird coming out of my mouth, who has consistently made fun of guys running AKs and and you know the the, the certain people in our in our industry, right? right? The certain influencers in our right. industry poking fun at them and things but like that. But that's the thing; it's just it's just for fun, dude. Yeah. Listen, I love AKs. I think they're fucking great. Yeah. I don't I don't run AKs. I but I. The reason why we do it is just to get a reaction out of the guys that are running them. It's you fun. you prefer to run AKs, right? I love AKs. Yeah, they're okay. fantastic. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've got I, a custom one sitting in my house. Allegedly, hey, <laughs> do I? Allegedly, I don't. Sh- I don't shoot them on a regular basis, but I'm. Um, uh, I appreciate them. I appreciate what they can do. It's a it's a weapon. If there's if there's any weapon that can uh, do what it's uh, do what it's meant to do do what it's meant to do and do it effectively, then then I'm good with it, man. Like I'm not. I, I just want to let everybody know right now that I'm not trying to roll over and be a bitch and say, right. I, you know, if you, if you subscribe to this brand or you buy it, if you buy an EOTech or you buy Trigicon and you're not buying my brand, or if you're running an AK and not an AR, right. I have no, uh, no qualms. I have, I have no qualms, man. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are part of the second minute yeah. and I'm, I'm glad that you guys are out there training in the first place. And that's all I really give a shit about. And my opinion, it doesn't fucking matter anyway. Right. So you know what I mean? right. if, I, if it bothers you, just know that I'm just one dude and I held no weight right. either in this industry or even in my own family. I mean, my wife has had my balls in her purse for like the last 10 years. So I'm really, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the guy to tell you what to do or what's good or what's bad. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a dude with some fucking unsolicited opinions that's right. trying to spread them around in the internet. Right. So yeah. And we're, we're yeah. always trying to, you know, rouse up a few opinions here and ruffle some feathers. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's fun to get those who are taking it a little too seriously yeah. into the, um, not the second amendment too seriously, but, but their brands, their yeah. Gucci or yeah, their yeah. Prada right. or whatever it may be, whether whether they like um, Larry Vickers slings and that is the only sling they run. Great. Awesome. Yeah, it's fucking rad. right. But when cool. But when we come in and say all other slings sucks and ours is the best, like yeah. we're just teasing, like we're just, <laughs> yeah. we're just teasing. Yeah. It, and I don't know if we actually ever say that. Uh, but we will fuck with you about how much you could have, uh, how much ammo you could have bought if you didn't buy the $200 sling. Right. Yeah. Right. And I don't think Vickers slings are 200, but the point is I over-exaggerate to make my points. Yeah. 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 That's like, uh, the, uh, Eotech versus Tacticon video we made. Oh, I know. Right. I know. I saw it. They were like, you can't get ammo for that. (laughs) And it's like, did it make you laugh? Yeah. So there was a video that we did to put this into context where we basically said, you know, he showed up with an $800 EOTech on his rifle, and I was like, oh, $800 EOTech, well, look what I got. I got a Tacticon plate carrier and plates and a t- two Tacticon optics, a magnifier and a red dot, and all this ammunition. And the one people, the one thing that people zeroed in on was the amount of ammunition that I set on the table. You set up like 3,000 rounds. <laughs> I know, they were like, there's no way you could get 3,000 rounds of, uh, uh, for $800. And my response pretty much overwhelmingly was, well, I didn't go panic buying before the pan <laughs> during, during the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but I, even yeah. before that, I don't know if you could have got 3000 rounds for, it was, I was it trying was to joke. prove a point in yeah. the video. It was a joke. Everybody took it pretty seriously, but the reality of it is I had most of my ammo pre pandemic anyway. Right. And you know, that, yeah. you know, it wasn't $80 around. So. Right. Um, I like what Matt Best recently said. I watched one of his stories recently. Uh, He was on a podcast. I'm not sure which one it was, but he was like, you know, I've been kind of relaxed recently. He's like, I want to piss some people off. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're here for, kids. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that that really is. And here's the thing. If if you're offended about some of the things 
that I'm saying, just imagine the things that I say to people in my close inner circle. Yeah, the friend yeah. group. Holy shit. You would have no idea the things yeah. he says to me in my office. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares. I, I like I just walk around this company just offending everybody. I am an HR fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I keep it pretty PC on the internet, to be completely honest. Yeah, to, so, to, yeah. to the level that you are yeah. off of the camera versus yeah. the level you are on camera. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I like to bring the uh, the culture that I had inside of the Humvee uh, <laughs> in a combat zone just right into the workplace, really. Yeah. yeah. So. And for those of you like myself who have never been in that, you would have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. If you don't know what a fucking protein fart smells like, like three inches from your face. In a locked up Humvee locked in the desert. Humvee. Yeah. Yeah. At least you have a little more space in there in the, uh, yeah, the filming room. In the, so. in the office. I got yeah. AC too, which is, <laughs> this is nice, thank yeah. goodness. But, anyway. but full circle back to um, Unity, we, we filmed a podcast uh, we did. Yeah. So ago. this is, this is pretty crazy, right? So it was a couple of weeks ago, Go two ahead. weeks. Yeah. yeah. It was, we filmed a podcast two weeks ago about three hours long. It, it was about two, like two forty five, I think. Yeah. Um, you'll hear it in the next podcast. We'll talk about it, but now we're talking about it again. Um, the, uh, well, actually this one will be first. So you'll hear about it in the next podcast after this one. Jesus Christ. You're confusing me. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we we filmed a podcast about elitism in the 2A community, and we kind of sat down with it, and the way it came across or the way we spoke, just a, a couple different things. We decided we didn't want to release it because we do want to be unified. We don't want to necessarily talk too much shit about people who take pride in their purchases right. or or things of that manner. Yeah, so what, what that video did when we, we sat back and we actually watched how it unfolded was it really did create divisiveness yeah. uh, within our own industry. It's, a good word. it's like, if you have brand allegiance to this, then, then you're doing it wrong. And, uh, and I, you know, I could admit, you know, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong. I, you know, I don't, I don't like it, but I've learned over the years that the only way to, you know, you can't grow unless you've got some level of humility. And right. Nolan actually brought it to me and said, I don't want to release this. I think it's way too divisive. And I don't think that our message is coming across appropriately. And I was like, fuck, man, we spent two hours and 45 minutes, you know, going down like all these different streams of topics. Yeah. And I, I just I was I was happy with it while I was saying it. And I thought it went really well. I did get I did get pretty heated through a lot of it, mm -hmm. and it and it it probably did come across as, uh, man, it came across as oh, kind of like I was talking down to the audience, almost on, a little preachy. Preachy, yeah. it was it not talking down yeah. to, but it was it was very preachy. And um, the reality of it is, man, I I you know I kind of rolled over and and you know said, Nolan, you're right. Let's not do that. It's all about uh, killing your darlings. Sometimes kill, kill your darlings, yeah. man. So anyway, uh, because of that. We are going to touch on it a little bit today, yeah. but not the way that we did in the last podcast. It was going to be more of um, touching on it and how, you know, how our brands kind of divide us right. within the Second Amendment community, and we should all be on the same team, same fight. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think I think um, to start explaining what two, uh, not two A, but uh, brand elitism is, right. and you kind of touched on it pretty well, which is people who fall into a category of whether they've bought. X brand or Y brand. Right. And now that they own that, you know, that is the only brand to have. Any other brand is trash. Right. Right. And falling yeah. into that, or especially where we find this to be the case, primarily is people who have bought the top tier stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe you buy that 
eight nine hundred dollar. Um, I can't remember how expensive they are. Don't count. Don't call me. <laughs> uh, Aimpoint T two. Yeah. Right. And now any other optic out there is just subpar. Right. Right. And it's like, well, let's look at what they're made for and 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 things of that nature. And yeah. you know, if you buy that, um, if you buy an optic that is less than two hundred dollars, it's like, oh well, that's trash and that's not good for anything. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the guys that, you know, if they're running a certain type of body armor already and they've already invested in it, mm-hmm. uh, those are usually the ones that are really quick to shit on the people right. who are buying maybe our body armor because well, you didn't have the opportunity to buy ours in, in the first place right. or to buy a less expensive version of something that might be just mm-hmm. as good or very comparable to it. And so you'll find that some of those guys will just really try to make themselves feel better about their purchase right. by kind of shitting. trying to defend their purchase a little defending bit. Defending their yeah. purchase is really what it is. you don't is. have to, yeah. guys. You yeah. don't have to. I don't give a shit what you're running, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll, you know, anytime, like there's guys that work here at the company that are very, uh, you know, uh, they're very... They're they're Gucci gear. Yeah, dudes, we got you know a couple I mean? of those we guys. We got a couple of those yeah. guys where like you know they'll they'll run some Tacticon gear, um, but they you know they've got their brand that they like and and yeah. that's fu- that's fine. But yeah, Sean's dude, running a Night Force. He is. He spent twenty five hundred dollars yeah. on an LPVO. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't mean you're not going to get a fresh load of shit from me every single day. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's what I mean. That's the difference between like we don't necessarily want to put that type of shit on the internet, where right. where other people could be impacted by it and think that you know, well, fuck these guys. They they're talking shit about me, but you know, I will fuck with people in person. About yeah, because because all that matters is at the end of the day that we're getting together, we're practicing the Second Amendment, we're yeah. we're out there together, we're having fun, we're defending. We are essentially the last line of defense for our country. We we gotta understand yeah. that, man. Like they're real. We are. We are 100% the last line of defense of the country. And and what politicians want us to do is they want us to fight. I mean, you could find this not only inside of the Second Amendment, and I think it's a lot less here than it is in some of the other places where uh, race, for one thing, mm-hmm. right, right, is like, I don't know. I think racism is definitely, I, I think racism exists. Right. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I'm not one to speak on, uh, on the behalf of any other community, but I will tell you this. There is... Uh, the more we keep talking about this shit. Right. Well, that's what Morgan Freeman says. Right. Right. There's there's an old interview with Morgan Freeman where somebody asks him, um, well, how do you think we're going to stop racism? And he gets stone cold serious and he goes, you have to stop talking about it. Right. He's like, that's how we end it is yeah. we stop bringing it up. Right. And it's it's kind of kind of true yeah. yeah these guys get on the news every day or you know you, you get a president that stands up here and says these people hate these people and we've got to stop these people from hating these people and and then you know people x and people y are going like wait they don't fucking like me wait there's an issue with this yeah people but, categorize themselves real quick 100 man yeah. you're putting people in these fucking buckets and humans right. are fucking humans and i humans think we can humans. all agree with it. it doesn't matter if you're fucking republican or democrat and that's the other thing i wanted to talk about is the is the unified front that we should have the more we delineate party lines. Right. Right. I, I, I have no hate for, and we're going to lose a lot of followers probably. Just on, I have no hate for fucking liberals. Well, I physically fucking can't. Right? right. My wife is liberal. Right. My parents are liberal. I think, right? I think I, I am surrounded. I am in California. I am surrounded right. by fucking liberals. Everybody right? outside <laughs> of this office is pretty much a liberal. Right. But it, it, it doesn't anyway, what, what I'm, what I'm trying the point that I'm trying to make here is I don't, 
I don't, I obviously don't dislike my wife because she's liberal. In fact, it gives me really good fucking insight having deep conversations with her and how she feels that allows the empathy to come through on certain issues. Right. Right. And if I live inside this fucking vacuum and I only watch Fox News and I only, I constantly have CNN on. Right. Constantly. The reason why I have CNN on is because I want to see the dissenting opinion. Mm -hmm. I want to see the things that are outside of the echo chamber of my own mind. Right. Right. I do not, I do not need to live inside of a self-fulfilling prophecy mm -hmm. and re and tell myself all the time. Yeah. What you think is right. What you think is right. Because I'm not fucking right all the time. Right. Right. And I think if we all accepted the fact that there are some pretty good fucking points mm -hmm. on both sides. Yeah. Right. That not every liberal wants to dismantle the entire constitution. Mm -hmm. Right. There are the fringes that we have on the right and the fringes that we have on the left that are fucking it up for everybody. Because I'll tell you this much right now, I know plenty of liberals that do have respect for the Second Amendment. They do have respect for our Constitution. Right. It's not all of them. You know what I mean? And, well, and I, the same goes on the other side. Yeah. Are there Republicans who are there Republicans who are who are bigots? Of course there are. Right? Are there but, Republicans that are against the two A? Of course of there course are. Of course there are. Right? right. I've met them. Right. Right. I, I've we've we've all seen examples of this, but lumping each other into that category is it's fucking dangerous because mm -hmm. the more we divide, I don't know. Divide instead of having instead of being able to defend ourselves against enemies foreign and domestic, we are going to have a civil war. Right. Right. And nobody fucking wants that. The one one and thing I will say one if you did want to get into a party civil war, all I know is that one side's got a majority. A majority of the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, one thing that uh, I keep going back to, especially when I get in conversations with people that are very uh, split, right? On right. that, like, oh, all liberals are bad or all Re Republicans are bad. Right, right. Two wings of the same bird, right? Of course. We're all people. The I have, like, I completely agree with that sentiment that you said. Like, no hate for liberals, no hate for Democrats. What I find disgust in is people putting in policies that is taking away from human rights. And I think that's something we can all get behind. Yeah. Is if it doesn't matter if you're red, blue, or purple. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you're voting to take away human rights, right. if you're voting to potentially sexualize children, if you're like any of that stuff, yep. that is obviously morally wrong. Right. That that's that's where we need to draw the line as as humans. Well, it what what's also far more effective for us all to be able to come together and I want I want staunch liberals and dissenting opinion on the two way to even be a part of that Facebook group that we're talking about. Right. Let's that would talk. Be, that would be amazing to get people in there that just says, Well, what about this? And what about that? And if we can responsibly and 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 respectfully answer the questions that people have inside of this group instead of just telling them to fuck off like everybody else does on the internet. Right. Right. Then maybe we can, I, I have legitimately changed people's minds about firearms before mm -hmm. in, within conversation. I'm not talking about like, oh, there's some, you know, raving firearm lunatic, mm -hmm. but w what'll happen is, you know, they're like, oh, I didn't see it from that perspective. And I think the way that we gain that common interest and common ground is by starting with common interest and mm -hmm. common ground and then talking about the things that we don't agree on. Because when you start with the things you don't agree on, you shut the fuck down, right? right? If you and I wanted to come together and agree on something uh, and at least share each other's opinion on something that we disagreed on, mm -hmm. I think the most effective way to establish that communication from the get-go is, okay, what things can you and I agree with? Right. right? And then we What's have conversations on... Okay, well, we definitely can agree on uh, the fact that child trafficking 
that something needs to be done with about Correct. that, yeah. right? We can all agree on that. Or um, is racism? Yes, right? Racism is right. bad, right? So we, we, we come together, we have these common threads. Now we're woven together. We respect mm-hmm. one another based on the commonalities. And now let's talk about the differences of opinion. Right. But if you start at the differences, it's hard, it's it's hard, hard to, to, it's yeah. hard to make your way back in. You could pull those threads out from each side, those different threads right. that you're pulling on and the ones that I'm pulling on. But if we start in the middle, it's it, dude, it's so much fucking, I, I sound, I sound so, uh, like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It sounds, uh, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? Queer. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude. We're trying to be practical. Sorry, here. sorry. Right. I just thought Lucas Bakken. <laughs> night vision. <laughs> night vision. Uh, and, uh, we're not talking about night vision. I'll probably like. cut that out. No. <laughs> uh, but no, what I, uh, I just don't want to sound too uh, hippie. Yeah, too hippie. Uh, I don't want to sound too hippie here, but I think legitimately that could be an answer to a lot of our problems. If when we have debates with somebody that has dissenting opinion and then we come together and like, hey, what things can we agree on first? Right. I found that that works, especially in debate, mm-hmm. right? So in debate, like 101, to get people to listen to you, and this is, you know, this, go, this goes out to everybody that's listening because we, we often get in these debates politically with people, right? And one thing that I've found that works great, especially at parties, right? You find those common grounds initially. Mm-hmm. So in, it prevents a fight and you right. actually... People trust you more. You're like, hey, you know, you, you and I start talking about the Second Amendment and they hate guns, for example, right? Maybe you just sway the subject over to something that you know we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. And you start talking about the history of the Constitution and like or how like amazing the framework was. women defend themselves. Women being able to defend yeah. themselves. Like and, I, and you find these common grounds and they're like, yeah, you know, and then, and then maybe they say something about their beliefs and you can agree with them, right? Even if you don't, just to make, just to make that connection Mm -hmm. and then bring it back to the topic du jour that you're talking about, which is maybe the second amendment and why we have it. And it just establishes this. um, It just establishes a connection and a relationship between your opinions and theirs. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm trying to say. It's, it's a great way to debate things because you get their attention, you get their respect, right. And you can, uh, people will listen after that. You'll have a better conversation overall. Yeah. I think there has to be unity within our, Within the country, I, within in general, the, within the yeah. country in general, but especially if we want to bring it back to the Second Amendment and, and our community. Yeah, we got to find where we all align. We have to. There's, uh, there's only one way around this, and it's together, man. If we start fracturing, fracturing and dividing, then we're gonna have you, something that somebody brought to my attention uh, a while back. I was trying to find my way in spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm, this isn't a fucking podcast about. God or anything like that, right? But I, I do want to, I do want to share something, right? Share away. That stuck with me for a, for a long period of time. And somebody, I was like, well, you know, I, I think I can get behind like, you know, a creator, or a higher power, right? Mm-hmm. If this and if that, and setting up these parameters for a way for me to lead a spiritual life based on some sort of a creator or something that was more powerful than me, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, right? And then there is a saying that was put in front of me that resonated with me even till this day. And it's God either is or he isn't period. Hmm. Right. Your higher power either is or he isn't. But, and, and the reason why this ties back into what we're talking about is because if we don't have an absolute mindset on the second amendment, it either is what it is or it isn't right. Right. You either take all the fucking guns away. 
or you let everybody have anything that they want to protect themselves from governments, from people, enemies foreign and domestic, from each other, right? Because safety is our number one concern. Ban all nukes. The more we start getting into this, uh, we, the more we start splitting hairs on what well-regulated meant and what this meant, they put it pretty simply. Mm -hmm. And I think they did it for a reason so that we couldn't sit there and dissect three paragraphs worth of shit. Right. That, you know, it, it was, it it's, was very, it's pretty cut and dry. It was very cut and dry. Very so that, cut that's and dry. all I'm trying to say is like, if, if we take it back to that, the second amendment is, or it is, and you'll find people that are very spiritual, mm -hmm. like whatever their beliefs may be, they, they can, stand on a firm footing and a foundation for their beliefs based on the fact that God either is or he isn't. Mm -hmm. and the reason why I tie that into what we're doing is because if we start like, well, yeah, I mean, second amendment's okay over here, but it's not okay over there. And I, I guess we could do it a little bit here, but yeah, you're right. We should regulate this. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a fucking slippery slope into, Absolutely. well, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about right. because you've got this politician representing this on the same side on a conservative politician that are like, yeah, you know, we should have guns, but... and then oh, you've we, got we the can ban bump stocks. Right. Oh, pistol braces. We we don't need those. If you guys don't know what the boil the frog the theory is, right? Boil the frog is you put a frog in a pot of boiling water, lukewarm, room temperature water, and then you slowly crank the heat up. And after a while, that frog will just sit in there and cook and die. But if you throw a frog into a pot of boiling water, it'll jump right out. Right. I don't mean this to, if you already know what it is, I'm sorry for repeating it. Some, But I, I want to be able to make reference to boil the frog because that is essentially what's happening. You start stripping one regulation at a time. Yeah. And then people don't even realize it's going, well, it's just this. But it's just a, you know, and I say this with quotations for those just listening, high cap magazines mm -hmm. and quotations, assault rifles, right? Right. You start pulling these things out one at a time, right? And- Eventually, it just seems kind of normal where it's not that big of a deal. And I mean, oh, that it's was just suppressors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's just this or it's just that. But eventually you're left with nothing. So, right. Yeah. It's Jason. Can you look up the quote for me? But it is um, it's something like tyranny is bearable in small amounts or something like that. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, what is it? Please hold. It's like a populace is, uh, a, a people is more apt to accept or roll over to tyranny when mm. it's dosed out in small amounts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. People are more susceptible to tyranny when dosed out in small amounts. Yeah, something like that. Uh -huh. I want the exact quote. I think I like that better yeah. than any quote you could probably come up with right now, to be probably. honest with you. Yeah, that sounded great. I mean, it's... In reality, it's true, right? Like yeah. you said, it's one thing after, the no after, after another. You get... Back, back when they took away suppressors, right with the NFA, right, not a lot of people had it. Didn't seem that, yeah, didn't, didn't seem that important. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. why would I need to silence my gun? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but now, X amount of years later, sure. you know, suppressor yeah. technology has come so far; they're readily available. Right. They and they're clearly not any more dangerous. They're clearly not any more dangerous. <laughs> it makes shooting much more pleasant. It really does. Yeah, I and. Mean, if, if you're just d talking about, if anything, they're safer. They're, right. You know, they're better for the easier but, on the ears and the, especially the, you know, they're, they're easier on your. And for new shooters. Your MVGs. And, yeah. Yeah. 
for almost yeah. everything. The environment yep. traps carbon and lead and Ooh, all sorts of that's stuff. That's how we sell it. Yeah. I don't like it. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Reduces your carbon footprint. Right. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's little things like that. It's, oh, we take away suppressors. Oh, we implement a ID now that you have to have special purposes for. Right. Right. Uh, we, it's a real ID. Oh, oh now yeah, you have that, to register your car. Right. It's, thing, yeah. it's things like that. It's l- these little takes. Yeah. It's, it's small portions. And, um, I was in a CCW class one day and somebody was talking about the real ID. Right. Uh-huh. And he goes, Oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And I stood up, I looked at him. I said, it absolutely is. Yeah. I go one day they're asking for your papers. The next day you're in a gas chamber, homie. Yeah. I was like, I hate to take it there, yeah. but your one little thing turns into the next thing, into the next thing. Yeah. There has not been. And Hitler not, didn't stand up in front of Germany. And, day one. <laughs> day one and say, hey, I'm going to do what he ultimately did. Right. Right. And I don't want to say the words on the internet because God forbid, but you know, <laughs> I almost just spouted it. I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to gas a bunch of this particular subset, subset of people, people right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So he didn't do that. It was a slow roll. Right. He was like, Hey, let's you know, unify we're gonna, Germany. We're going to rip up. We're going to rip up the treaty of Versailles because this is bullshit. And right. everybody went, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so he built the confidence through that. And then he, you know, he was, Probably always a psycho, but you know, then he began the psychotic behavior of doing the atrocities, of committing the atrocities that he did. But it didn't start there, right? We can all we can all agree. Right, on that. It, a, a, it's always a slow roll. Always a slow roll. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and not to get too crazy, <laughs> but uh, there has yet to be in history a government or ruling body or mm-hmm. empire. Okay. That has not gone tyrannical. Right? Look it up. Yeah. And we are Tell two, me one. We are 247 years young. Really? Yeah. You know, compared to a lot we of are. other empires that That's ended like up falling to That's like five people. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> that is Realistically. Yeah. That's 247. No, no. That's three people that live to 100. Yeah. So like realistically yeah, yeah. it's probably like five. Yeah. How crazy is that? It is. It yeah. is. Well, it's 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 three people that live to like 82. Yeah, but it's like a, but that would be like one person lives to 82 and births a child at 82. I see what you're saying. So yeah, like five, five generations. People. Yeah, yeah. just about. Yeah. How nuts is that, guys? That is, that's wild, yeah. Yeah. I, I never actually thought about it that way. Um, it's very interesting. I think it was that, Joe Rogan that, that, you could, that brought that, that up in my You could scale five generations back and that's how young we actually right. are. You know, that we are by no means, we have to reinforce the values that were instated initially that have kept the freedoms intact that we have. Otherwise, we are in danger of releasing our children into another generation where they may not get to enjoy the freedoms freedoms and appreciate what we have. Right. We live a pretty fucking comfortable life right now. And I want my kids to also have a comfortable, I don't want anybody, you know, none of us want our kids to have a hard life. No. Right. I want them to know what hard is though. I want them to experience some hardships. Right. And I don't want them to experience the hardships that come with a tyrannical government. Correct. Because that would be fucking terrible. And that's the thing. That is probably the the thing that keeps me up at night. The, the fear that I live in the most mm-hmm. is the fact that I am going to have a generation of dineses that come after me that are going to have to be subject. And it almost makes me tear up fucking thinking about it, dude. I'm not going to lie to you because I want the best for my family. And if, if we know that we're breeding a generation that doesn't have any respect for the constitution that is not taught the constitution and what it means because 
because they are afraid to mention the word creator or God because mm-hmm. it, it mentions it in the Constitution, but it, it doesn't promote it. It just says that we are given unalienable rights from our creator, not from our government in right. so many words. Right. Right. The government, and that's one thing that I, I wish everybody would understand. The government does not give you your rights. No, absolutely not. We give. The We're gov- born with them. We are born with yeah. them. They are, they are born from the second we are a human. And I don't give a fuck if you're in the United States or if you're in Uganda, it doesn't matter where you are. You mm-hmm. are, bo- you are born. You should be born free. Unfortunately, people don't have the same opportunities that we right. do. And it is, it is very unfortunate. It's because a lot of countries don't have a constitution like we do. They don't have a constitution like we do. We yeah. established our framework, not from somebody got creative right. and decided this could work. Let's give it a shot. They right. based it on historical on history. Correct. Why did they want an armed populace? It was based on history. It was based on the fact that they saw, our founding fathers saw that armed populations essentially had the most, you know, they had the, they had the longest run without tyrannical governments right. overthrowing their population. Right. And they were like, there's something to this, right? So right. I, I think it's I think it's important for us to just genuinely get back in there and fundamentally teach our children what the Constitution is, and we don't have to wait for schools right. to do that. We can do that ourselves. Well, it it ties into kind of two two more quotes. More quotes for you guys. I love uh, I love the quotes. Thanks, Keep man. Coming, man. Yeah. Uh, the first quote is right, which is strong men create easy times. Easy times create soft men or weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Right. So hold on, it comes full circle. In that, I love it. We are currently in, whether you want to believe it or not, we are in a soft, to easy, quote-unquote, yep. easy time. Well, we have no, the 80s would be the easy time. Right. We're in a hard time right now with soft men. There's a lot of hard mofos out there. I'm, I'm, I see you. Who are going to carry the boats? Yep. But in that, a lot of us have forgotten the quote. More old men need to plant trees that they will not know the shade of. And that's a lot of thing that right. masculinity has forgotten. Where you get all these quotes? Man? I'm just You're uh, not even reading. I'm watching you. I'm You're a, just coming out of here. I got the tism. <laughs> I, I, I love. Like I, I'm. I don't know why I'm getting emotional on this pod. I'm like literally tearing You're thinking up. Thinking about your girls, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm just tearing up though. Like you're absolutely right. It's say that quote one more time. I think it's impactful. More old men need to plant trees that they will not know the shade of. Yeah. Which, if you're thinking of it as a literal tree, okay, cool. But it's. Us right now doing actions to further for the next generation. Yeah, it's not for us. And and that's something I've had in conversation with Carly when we're talking about kids, because she's like, hey, let's have a kid right now. And right. I'm like, I'm not ready yet. And she's right. like, well, when will you be ready? And I said, when I'm hey. ready to give up my life for my kids. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't. I'm going to counter that. Ooh, I thought that too, right? And I realized that I wasn't ready when I was 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. or 23 and then 24. And then it made my way into 29. And when my wife got pregnant, I still was not ready, but I became ready, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't think anybody is ever ready ready yeah right to really be a father i know i really, say i'm, I'm not you know ready but mean? i'm like I, i'm like okay maybe it doesn't six mean you months? don't <laughs> it doesn't mean you don't want to but you're never really ready and why can you never really be ready i was ready with the number two and number three right mm-hmm. but why was i really never ready for number one because i haven't been a fucking father yet right i had no idea what it entailed i had no idea what i was about to get into well I had I've, no got, idea. I've got a kid colton yeah you do <laughs> yeah you probably have my little boy somewhere. well as long <laughs> as you're using those uh 
those prophylactics so off to your right. I are brought those, them. Are those on the camera? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah I you, brought those. Talk, talk to me about your prophylactics. Oh, these are uh, special offerings. <laughs> I get them from Sweden. Um, they <laughs> not, are very expensive. Not from uh, the Asian continent then. No. Interesting. I no. figured that's where they would probably be. Um, more prominent. No, that's where they're sold, but the Swedes just, they have, <laughs> they make they have a tighter they make knit. Them there. <laughs> they're much like more it. comfortable. I like that. I like that. If you don't know what we're talking about, you're just going to have to hop over to YouTube and see what we're referencing. Yeah. Hop anyway, over to YouTube. Hop over the big YT. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I get that though. Uh, real quick on the, on the kid topic. I, I get that 100%. And to, to counter your counter, um, counter my counter, 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 not as much. I'm not ready to have a kid. Right. Okay. It is. I'm not ready to be done. Done being selfish yet. Got it. Right. Because I know I'm not going to be ready to have a kid. I got you. That's just going to one of the, that's you know one of the things. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And like we we can absolutely. I I, I think it's a great way to look at it. Uh, but I, I I can assure you that the second there is conception, you will. Uh, you'll, you won't have a choice. You just can't be selfish. Yeah, I mean, that's game over. You can just run away and not be a dad, I guess, but you know, equal rights options are always (laughs) out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want you, I really want you to repeat the, the other quote, not the, uh, um, the shade world men need to plant shade. Right. But the other one, I, cause I've heard that before and fuck dude, it just resonated with me. And I remember I heard it on a podcast somewhere and I played that, I think over and over until I got home. Mm-hmm. I just re-listened to it over right. and over. I was like, man, that is so important because it's mm-hmm. so true and historically it's true. Go ahead. Right. So it is hard times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men and weak men create hard times. Right. And that yeah. that also plays into another kind of story slash quote that I've heard, which is... <clears throat> The strong man may, may like the grandpa, right? Right. Our, our grandparents, who my my grandparents fought in World War II, right? They were strong men. Right. They were tough as nails. They worked until they were about eighty, and they kept going. Right. right? They were strong men. His son will be strong. His strong will be a good man. But the grandson won't have the. Uh, sorry, I apologies. Let me let me restart. Grandpa will be a strong man. His right. son will have learned from him, and he will also be a good, strong man. The grandson will also be a good man, but the great-grandson won't have the grandpa there to enforce what the grandpa created. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we, we, genu- we genuinely have to instill that into the next generation. Mm-hmm. And, and we have well, to keep just, it going. I just want to make it easy for my kid. Yeah, you know what? It's it's not about that, you know. They they have to know they have to know some hardship, and that's why it's it's okay, man. If you if you got everything that your kid needs and you're supplying them, that's totally good. But just those like it, the whole the whole principle of I had this conversation with my wife about having um, allowances, mm-hmm. right? I am not going to give my kid fucking money for existing. Mm-mm. No, nope. fuck that. Like you can work <laughs> yeah. and make some money you around the house. You can that's earn right. it, right? But. You don't get an allowance for doing your chores. Yeah. Because chores are what Mandatory. it takes for you to live here. Correct. You know what I mean? like, I'm like, you could do extra shit. Right. Like, I need that fence painted out there. Exactly. You can go paint the fucking fence. Well, so that's, I, that's yeah, what so I, I have. don't have to do yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. We do have to wrap up because we only Absolutely. have a few minutes left. But I will say this. I want to this is very important. And I wanted to say this before the uh before the end of the road here. Road. Roadcaster Pro 2. <laughs> you can 
Go ahead and cut that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, um, I really, I really wanted to say this. Um, united we stand, divided we fall. And I think this is almost important enough to maybe throw this in the very beginning because we are the United States. Correct. Not divided states with different policies. That's right. If you don't like the policies of the state that you're living in, the beauty of where we live is that you can cross, you can go interstate and find the state that aligns with your policies. And I think there is nothing wrong with that. Right. But if we create this divide between our states and we have these divided states of America, right, then all you're doing is, well, let me give you an example. If here's the shitty part, if we, if, if all the, if all the guys that are able to defend California move out of California to states like Idaho that actually respect our constitution or Texas or Florida or, you know what I mean? Our port that, cities are right, gone. <laughs> the port cities are gone. So look what happened. California is stripping the Second Amendment rights. Washington has now banned, in quotes, assault rifles. You cannot get AR-15s in Washington, and it is more egregious than even California, mm -hmm. right? Oregon, I don't know a lot about Oregon. But Oregon I know was not. trying to instill a buying permit. Dude, so it, what? what's that? They only have 10 round mags in Oregon. So if you start taking, like New York, you can't even, you can't even have body armor in New York. So you, you start taking the major places that these countries are going to, they are going to land their ships. Yeah. Right. Against states that don't have any defense from the civilian population. Right. Yeah, sure. We've got our naval bases. Uh, I don't know of a naval base up at, I mean, <laughs> the, our naval bases aren't on every single inch of the west coast though right we don't just right. have battleships lining the coast <laughs> and i'm not saying we wouldn't if that situation arose but what i will tell you is this that ultimately our safety is dependent on us not our government not our military it's dependent on us and as we strip the rights away from our coastline it is terrifying to me mm -hmm. what is going to happen so i like all y'all all y'all out in kentucky stop shitting on california's worry Californians, we are we are your first line of defense. <laughs> Get out here and fry us some chicken, homie. Let's hang out. Uh, no, I really like how you said that because it's it's not just it's not just the defense of the country. It's also the defense of yourself. That is right. Yeah, and your family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no one. It it's kind of a scary thought, but no one is coming to save you. It's gonna be you. It's gonna be you. It's gotta be you or the close knit group that you built in our two way. Facebook group yeah. of like-minded individuals. So what you're trying to get at here is, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, with that, we do have to go. I'm Absolutely. getting phone calls from the staff because they want to get all in right. here and use well, this as a lunchroom. Let's so. wrap this up and say, hey, all you mamma jammas out there in the 2A, we love you guys. We're Bad here. Motherfuckers. We're here to support each other. We are. Yeah. And come join the... Uh, the online Facebook group escapades <laughs> militia <laughs> two way pro uh, Facebook group. We will put a link on the uh, on the podcast and get a link down there and just in the description. And uh, and, and and we love you. We love you. Bid yeah. thee. Aquif. Aquif.